What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another awesome episode of Off the Dome Radio. We have a lot of fun on this one. As always, we started up with our fun conversation. Tim and I just chopping it up, chopping away. And I talked about one of my first freelancing gigs that I'm working on. I talked about some different ways that I'm attacking uh, my health and wellness and coaching business, uh, my niche market that I am going after, and kind of what I'm doing uh, for, for the long game there to get a little more visibility and momentum. We, uh, we were recently on our good friend Jeremy McGrew's podcast called Just My Thoughts, found on Spotify and iTunes. Go check that out. It's the most recent episode. And then we get right into investment talk. I finally got into Bitcoin. I listened to Tim. And I, with, with not trying to have a pun, it's paying off. Uh, uh. And then I I talk about another one that I think would be worth Tim's eye to look out for, um, more tech related. Then we go into our RLEs. I am that guy with my real life experience today. And then I finish up book talk, reading Green Lives by Matthew McConaughey, new book out there. And talk about journaling and and poetry and how reading his book has kind of changed the way I write, I journal. Uh, from you know my daily entries to poetry so yeah a lot of fun a lot of good insights here tim where do you take us today so yeah yeah it's been a beautiful week i hope all you listeners are, are having a good week so far and, and grinding and, and getting this year off to a, a good start it's the goal right uh so yeah in this episode i kind of talk about some of the process improvements that i've been implementing in my own business um especially with my website some of the software that i've been investing in uh my real life experience i talk about uh, the whole 30 experience. So I'm, I'm kind of doing a, a experimental diet change uh, this month. And I kind of I explain my experience with it thus far and kind of explain my insights and, and things I'm noticing since I've begun. Uh, and in Stock Talk, I talk about some of the moves I've been making. I talk about the meaning of buying the rumors and selling the news. I highlight three sectors that I'm looking at investing in the most in 2021, including a bonus sector that um, I, I give some, some specific companies on, on what I've been investing into. So you can take some insights from that. Um, and then lastly, I end the show talking about Book Talk and The Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger, the, uh, the old CEO for uh, Disney. He's now the executive chairman. So talking about innovation and kind of how I'm using that to propel my own business. So uh, without further ado, enjoy the episode, episode 153. Sorry about the technical difficulties. But we're rolling. But we're rolling. We're here. Rolling, rolling, rolling. We are here. I think that's from uh, Blues Brothers. Rolling, rolling, rolling. You ever mm. seen that movie? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, with uh, it's Dan Aykroyd and it's John Belushi. Yeah, he's the one okay. that died. Because there was that According to Jim. Did you ever watch that Mm-mm. with Jim Belushi? That's a funny show. Yeah, Blues Brothers. What a classic. Like that's a good film. We're on a mission from God. <laughs> I uh, I know you're not a, a country guy. Country guy. But Morgan Wallen's new album, oh, Bitsy. Oh, I, I heard some people talking it, about that. It is good. Now, my only gripe is it's long as shit. Yeah. It's 30 songs. 30 songs. And there's maybe five or six that he's released as singles. But I'm like, dude, save like, I don't know, eight to ten for the next one. And you only have to put in like five more songs worth of effort in the next mm-hmm. album. 30 songs. So it took me a few days to get through it, because I do it yeah, on my drives and stuff. But the quality didn't go down, did it? No, no, it is. It's good. good. Now there's a lot of songs that have like a similar vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, could have given me a little more spice. Yeah, a little extra blend of herbs and spices. But dude, it's good. Good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anyone else has new music. I'm really bad about keeping up lately. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't really been listening to a lot of like, like lyrical music. I've been listening to a lot of like, like EDM and different stuff like that while I work, and like classical music and jazz and stuff mm. like that. I don't like to listen to music with words while I'm working, but yeah, it's tough, especially if you're writing. Yeah, but I got my playlist, my workout playlist. We were just talking about it a little mm. bit ago. Like, are are you one of those people that can listen to podcasts while you work out? And I'm a big podcast person, but for me, like, I need something that's gonna juice me up. Right. Like when I'm lifting weights or anything, maybe I'll get to a point where I can I can 
do it. But yeah, I just it's I'm in a different zone when I'm there. Mm-hmm. One that I should I can't really be focusing and processing like ideas from a podcast while I'm lifting. Right. Maybe I'll change, but I don't know. I don't know if I ever will because I need to be focused on my movement. And mm-hmm. then I'll go five minutes and not know anything that somebody said. Yeah. In a podcast. Where like I can jam, I can, you know, go along with words of a song and still be focused on how I'm moving. But if I'm focused on a podcast, then I'm not thinking about how I'm moving properly. Right. So right. yeah. Because it's it's a it's a mind body connection. And if you have word like if you have like words that you're trying to like focus on, it ruins mm-hmm. it. Cause I got this I do deal with the same thing with like shooting a basketball or like mm-hmm. going to the like going to the range and hitting golf balls while I'm yeah. listening to music. I can't listen to a podcast. Yeah, you have a time. technique that you're focused on. Yeah, and it's 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 all movement. Yeah, it's so. it's nice when we when we do classes. We have we have an iPad, and we have this app called Fit Radio, mm-hmm. where it's like these pre-made mixes from whoever, and so you can search like you know higher energy hip hop rap you know, different types of genres, which is super nice. And it, and it's edited too. So it's like gym friendly. So no matter what you get, things are edited, it's cleaner. But if I'm like working out on my own that day, I'm doing my off day stuff by myself, I'll log into my Spotify and put on my workout playlist, all unedited. It's got some scary shit in there. I'm like, yeah, ah, yes. Yeah. 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 Listen to what I want to listen to. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, yeah, I I tried the podcast thing for a while, working out, and I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Especially with like levels levels of intensity, it's like, no, nah, man, I need the juice. Yeah, like get me there. So, but yeah, it's uh, there's something to that where it's it can help you get heavy weight. You know, where you have mm-hmm. a certain you have your songs where it's like, all right, I got this. The music is helping. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like when I ran cross country in, in high school, when you raced, you had no music mm-hmm. during practice. We were allowed to have our music when we'd go on like eight, 10 mile runs and that helps tremendously. And then you go race, even though it's a lot shorter, it's a three mile race, but still it's like, man, you got no music. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Like yeah. you're, you're raw dogging the whole time. Right. So yeah, but yeah, Morgan Wallen, good job, buddy good job had some good good features there too chris stapleton mm-hmm. he's a big name but uh yeah other than that uh got my first freelance writing gig finally, yes via upwork let's go God, shout was, out upwork fuck man what a numbers game i mean anything and everything it's all numbers but jeez like so you know how you get so many free connects like connects yeah. kind of like your coins to submit a proposal yep I like almost drained all of them before I even got a job. Wow, have you drained them yet? No, I think I have. I'm like, always wondering how much they charge after that because I've I've used because you can some. buy some, mm-hmm. and I think once I hit like under ten, but you get like ten for replying to a message, even if it's not an offer. Like if someone messages you, you get some more. So I had oh, that okay. that I would kind of go up a little more, and then I drain it, go up a little more, okay. and then I got like under ten. And I was like, oh, click to buy. I'm like, mm, not yet. Mm-hmm. And then so, yeah, I've been working on my training assignment, which is, uh, or practice assignment, whatever you will. Tesla Model 3 track mode explained. Okay. So I've learned a lot about Tesla's Model 3 and the track mode. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty wild, man. Like what that car can do, like I get it. I get why people love Tesla. I probably mm-hmm. still won't ever have one, but I get it yeah it's sweet yeah so like it'll distribute braking and torque on sharp turns to save energy and horsepower horsepower coming out of the Mm -hmm. turn Mm -hmm. um and then the braking to where like you can just ease off the gas and it distributes braking system so you can basically they call it one pedal driving Mm. so you don't have to go brake to gas brake to gas yeah that's amazing it's it's fucking genius man elon musk knocking it out of the park so he was the world's richest person for like an hour this past week yeah who topped him uh I thought well, it's was... between him and bezos i feel because like, i think mm. tesla stock went up a lot one day and it, it peaked at some point and that's when he was the world's richest person for a second and then i think it went back down yeah and so th- he's like neck and neck with bezos but did you see the tweet where they're like there's a tweet that said elon musk is now the 
the most richest man in the world and then he like quoted the tweet or replied to it he's like uh-huh. how interesting well back to work <laughs> oh yeah i did yeah. see that i, I love i Elon love that Musk, yeah dude. that sums him up. i mean that tw- that twitter exchange just sums him up he's I mean, the dude he's a savage on twitter he's too. obviously not doing it for the money like he's all he's just he's he's constantly trying to like improve earth mm-hmm. and like improve for the future so yeah he's not a real human yeah <laughs> i mean hey there's there's like there's theories that he's he's an alien put back in this this Dude, time. I don't know. Just like Nikola he, Tesla. He could be. He could be. Uh yeah, so working working on the writing. Uh just doing a bunch of different things. Have I've had some nutrition consultations. Nothing turned over yet. I think people like to you know, I'll give them initial tips and and things right out of our uh our initial consultation and then I I don't pressure them to I was like, "Hey, you know, let me know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I offer. I have a bunch of different um, prices and packages. And and um, Kyle, the head coach at the gym, interviewed him. So last few podcasts, go check that out. Episode 150? 150. Good, good episode. Hell of a workout programmer too. But he had a good conversation with me. as I, hey, have some more introductory tiers and prices rather than like just all executive style coaching. And so I think that's going to be a game changer to not neglect different tiers for people who can afford what. Uh, so yeah, have some lower level things, more introductories, like make stuff like some hands off to where you give it to them and that's it, where it kind of leaves it alone. So I'm not always you know, replying to stuff where it's like, oh, it's just this much per month. He's like, write some programs where you give it and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, that's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been like we talked about on Jeremy McGrew's podcast. Just my thoughts. Go check that out. Mm-hmm. Did that last week, where I'm showing love and comments on X Games athletes. Yeah. And just trying to get myself familiarized and and have them see my name come up regularly before I make any sort of ask, even if if it's to offer something for free, mm-hmm. just so they're. Like, oh, he's not just cold DMing me or cold calling me. Yeah. So, playing the game, man. I know Gary Vee's all about just, hey, send this many DMs. Yeah. And, and there's there's truth behind that, too. But I think for what I'm doing, it's a little more specialized. I need to yeah ease my way in. Yep. So. At least put yourself on the radar, you know? Right. So that when you finally do make that reach out, like, they're like, oh, this guy's been commenting on my stuff for for forever mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah exactly exactly i've seen podcast hosts do the same where they have a big audience and someone with a very small audience got them on their show and mm-hmm. i've seen one say like hey i've seen him comment show a lot of love on my stuff and so that's you know he asked me to be on his podcast yeah i did it I'm like, hmm, it's a different game to play yeah so definitely. Well, what's, good, man. what's new in the life of tim yeah so I mean, this week has been great, man. I, I've been able to get to the golf course twice. Yeah, I've seen you post it's, about it's, golfing. It's the beginning of January. It's yeah. amazing. It's just been a good Stupid. week. Productive week, but been able to get out there to the golf course. Um, but yeah, I mean, now that we're on the topic of our businesses, yeah, I've been... The greatest thing about going out on your own and like me uh, leaving my job for resume writing is I have so much more time to invest back into my resume writing business. Mm-hmm. And I identify process improvement opportunities and i've really been dedicating time to to bring those to fruition so i've been investing in some new technology and software that helps people's like resume get past the uh the ats system which we've talked about on here before it's the it's the applicant tracking software that your resume goes through when you apply online and it scans it for keywords so it allows me to give like a much better product stronger product for people and give people a better guarantee with with my work so uh, been investing into that. I'm currently writing a blueprint for my website mm. that I'm gonna that I'm gonna release. I, I'm I've been getting a lot of my clients from LinkedIn and connecting with people on there, and that's been very steady for me. But I really want to be mindful about other ways I can drive people to my business, and yeah. that includes having a website, designing some landing pages. That I mean, I've, I've been playing around with the idea of potentially running uh, Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads that drive people to a landing page or a website. Uh, so designing that and obviously going to put a blog on there and put my services on my website and put my testimonials on there and uh, my samples that I've worked really trying to like make my business a lot more well-rounded. 
Um, and I think I'm going to write like an e- a couple ebooks related nice. to applying for jobs, like something around interview prep, something around um, like putting like the right types of words to put in your resume, the right types of words to put on your resume, depending on industry you're in. Uh, I think the, the sky's the limit in terms of putting out like more content mm-hmm. to that. So I know you do a good job of that with your business. So I'm trying to kind of do that as well. And yeah, I've been, uh, and one thing I was talking about with, with Brett the other day is potentially when, when things go back to normal and all, all these colleges are back in class again, maybe doing like a resume workshop with Ooh, some of yep. these universities. Cause uh, I'd say like 10 to 15% of my clients are, seniors in college who are going out into the workforce who, uh, while they've been in college, they haven't really invested time into strengthen, strengthening their resume as best as they can. They've maybe done internships and, and have gotten into companies by knowing people and referrals, but getting out into the real world and having a document that they can market themselves. That's been a, I mean, that's been a huge uh, segment for me. And I think that being able to go around and give free value to to colleges, I think would be huge. The sky's the limit on that. So yeah, and you can even with your ebook stuff, you can even you know say because I'm working on a, a healthy cookbook, mm-hmm. right? Like kind of ebook cookbook that it'll be under ten dollars. But there's power in those things to where if like you do an ebook, similar pricing, and then you're in a classroom, and you tell the professor like, hey, for all your classes, you know. Anyone, I'll give you access. Anyone can have it, just a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can start to get that side hustle cash too, where it's, yeah. you know, yeah, you can do it for free, but it's like, hey, you know, just cool hundred, and all mm-hmm. of all of your students can just have it. Yeah, to where like what professor wouldn't do that? And then when you can show, hey, this is my percentage on people that have worked with me that have gotten the interview and then have gotten hired. Like if you can show those percentages, oh man. Yeah. Then it's like, oh yeah, this dude is like, you know, screw our internship career services at our school. This guy's got the, he's got the code. Mm-hmm. He's got the answers to the test. I want to talk to Tim. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think it'd be good. What, uh, what's one of, you said you're working on some business and process improvements. What's a, what's a process improvement that you've been? Yeah. So I would say process improvement would be probably the invoicing process that I've, I've done. So like a lot of times I would find, um, so the way I work is I do the work up front for people and then I I have them pay me afterward when, Mm. once they've approved of the work. Um, and I didn't really have like an invoice process. I would just be emailing people back and forth and being like, yeah, like upon approval, like I'll be on the lookout for your payment. You can pay me here, here and here. And it was kind of just buried in the bottom of an email when I would send people their, their final documents. But now I'm being a lot more intentional about documentation now that I'm going to be in the process of forming an LLC and really tracking my expenses and my revenue. So I thought it was logical to, to have a, an invoice process. So I, I developed a, a good invoice template that breaks out the payment methods that people can pay me through and, um, and, and attaching that as a document rather than uh, just sent, like asking for the payment in the body of an email. It's been so much more effective in like, collecting uh my mm-hmm. fees like a lot quicker so i feel like that i mean in terms of cash flow that's been a huge uh process improvement for me and uh, really just i mean you believe it or not like obviously with resume writing there's a lot of like content development involved in writing and stuff like that but there's a lot of like thought that goes into like saving documents and like working documents and like converting documents into certain things and mm-hmm. just the the random small stuff that you do on a computer, I feel like I'm a lot more effective at doing that because I, I do the same thing every time with the process and uh, being able to just be more savvy with a computer. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of like obvious, but, but I feel like I'm just a lot quicker with what I was doing before and I've been able to finish projects a lot quicker now, but still being able to dedicate meaningful time to make them quality. Yeah. Well, you don't want to spend 20 minutes figuring out how to export something as a different mm-hmm. file. Yeah. And it's like when you know the ins and outs of that, like you just... To your point, you save tons of time. Right. Where it's like, that's the smallest and quickest part of your business. And the meat and potatoes is just working on the resume. Mm-hmm. And don't have mm-hmm. to worry about the rest. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, the invoice thing is huge too. I think, uh, I think I'll think i have to take a page out of your book for that when I have the volume to, yeah. to do it. Because, yeah, I'll tell people like, hey, you know, I got a card reader. I, I track, you know, from my different streams of income through different Excel sheets. 
mm-hmm. just for tax purposes so people know what I'm getting for what. But yeah, I think I think having a, a good invoice is probably the way to go for me soon. But yeah, yeah. Square Reader, PayPal, Venmo, mm-hmm. and then it just goes to my business account. Yeah. So nice. Tim's getting incorporated. That's right, baby. Um yeah, dude, good to hear. I'm glad glad it's going well. Glad it's it's picking up quick, it seems like too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's it, it's amazing how how much a difference is when I'm not doing this as a side hustle, but I'm doing it as like full time. Like mm-hmm. I like I, I I knew that it would take off, and I'd be able to improve a lot more things when I had more time. So it's, is it still it's good. weird it's for you at all? Not really, man. No. I'm I'm like it doesn't feel like a huge shift. Like I I feel like now I feel a lot more locked in. Yeah. Uh, like I feel like I'm a lot more like I I'm so much better at time management now. I feel like because I've, I've I mean I write out. I mean, thank God I listened to Matthew McConaughey's interview on Rogan. He when he talked about so writing, good. writing out like I I I just I got away from writing out my schedule the day before. But I feel like now when I, I'd always do it the night before. Now I feel mm-hmm. I just go to bed so much better knowing that I know exactly what I'm going to do the next day. Mm. But one thing I also do is I leave flexibility at the same time. Like I only. I only schedule my day up until like three or four p.m. because I know that there's there's a good chance that like things are going to happen during the day where I may have to jump on a phone call with a client or something may come up that takes away from my schedule. So I always leave. I only schedule like a certain portion of my day, and then once that three or four p.m. hits, then I can kind of restructure and write out something different. But sure. I feel like every like I have my time where I relax and and eat and like watch Pacers games or, or watch a game or something and, and relax. But I feel like every part of my day is accounted for now. And it, it just, yeah. I, I feel so much better. Now. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't written out my days. I know I need to. And it, I, it would probably really help. I know I need to. Yeah. I've been so bad about not doing it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's easy, especially when you're, I mean, you work hard anyway. Like it's, and when you're done with your work, you want to be done. But like, I've really tried to train myself that when I'm done with my work for the end of the day, just dedicate five minutes to writing it out, and it yeah. it makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would keep me on track. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we're like, oh, I need to finish this real quick, and then I'll jump back and forth between projects. Mm-hmm. And that's like, no, just finish this now. Yeah. And then you're done with it. Yeah. Maybe I'll start doing that. I journal. I do. All the other things writing. And yeah, I you write I, a lot. I don't write I don't my see day. why it would be a problem I don't for you. write my days out. God. Practicing on being a little more type A like that, like those little things. Mm-hmm. But, all right, that's that's. And you don't even goal. have to, like, start small. I'm not, you don't have to schedule each block of the day, but at least schedule, like, a few blocks here and there about, like, the top three things you want to get done that sure. day. Sure. Like from like this maybe hour to reach, this hour, maybe you want to like, reach out to to five people, like five people for this. Like just block out like a, yeah. an hour. Yeah, and it's easy because my my coaching schedule at the gym is it's already set for the whole month. Mm-hmm. Unless I pick up someone's class, which I try to pick up as much as I can, just because I like it, I want to do it. But yeah, so it's I have things that's <clears throat> easy to write and plan around. Mm-hmm. Where if I did, hey, from this hour to this hour, it's podcast work only from this hour to this hour it's you know ofr work only this hour to this hour it's design mm-hmm. new programs yeah so uh, you got to be such a good influence tim this hour to this hour yeah. i'm golfing no one bother me yeah right that's <laughs> why even that i block it out leave on my calendar. me alone because <laughs> that's the thing like that's another process i improved is giving people a link to schedule meetings with me so t- sometimes people will schedule meetings like like a quick turnaround and I may want to, I wanted to do work during that time period. So I've been a lot more intentional about blocking out things ahead of time. Like, oh, so like you just today, don't make that available for yeah, them? Yeah, like today, like I wanted to make sure I got work done from 1230 to three before we recorded. So I, I literally blocked that out on my calendar so no one could mm. can schedule. So what uh, what do you use? Like Calendly? Or Calendly. Yeah. Have I t- have, did I talk about, I don't even remember if I talked about it. I think you might have once, yeah. but I know there's a few different, like some people use Linktree. I've looked into that because I don't have a full website yet. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't think... Uh, it's as necessary for me right now. It, it will be. Yeah. But right now, I don't think that's where I'm losing mm-hmm. out on. But yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure if if you used Linktree or Calendly. Calendly's free and really, yeah, and it's 
it's super easy. I might like, use it's that super thing. easy to catch like gives you I mean just gives you a simple link and you can you can even set your preferences. Yeah. What do you do like a, a week at a time, a month at a time for your like open times or preferences? I like mean, when you I, block I, off I, I kind of set it out infinite, but just the nature of my work, like if people are going to reach out to me, they usually want to meet within a week anyway. Like mm. I like very few times I'll have people schedule like a couple weeks out in advance. People okay. usually like to schedule as soon as possible, especially when they're trying to like get on top of a job quicker. But I do leave it open for months in advance, but no, no one ever books it that far in advance. Got it. But yeah, yeah. I, I do. And I, I even like, I was leaving it open on like weekends, but now I've kind of set like, Except I do no one can schedule on Sundays and I only do like a certain time frame on Saturdays but nice. I, I want to give people the opportunity because I understand people it's tough for people to meet during the week sometimes sure. and I also I want to leave it open so yeah I might have to look into that because I've thought about that I think that would save a lot of headaches like hey when works for you like hey here, here's my calendar mm-hmm. you sign up at a, at a good time whether it's this week or next yeah you find the time and day and that's it yeah and you could I mean I don't know how Upwork works with that, but maybe you could even put the link in your bio on Upwork or something. I don't Ooh, know if you, good. I don't even know if you're allowed to do that or if you can. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, because right now it's all just via messages on on Upwork. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I've had some ghosts on Upwork too. Like they reach out, like from a proposal, I respond because like, hey, let's touch base if you're still interested. I follow up. Hey, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm free tomorrow from this time to this time, or I'm unavailable just from this time to this time. Mm-hmm. Nothing back. Yeah, I get that all the time. You shysters. I just assume that when that happens with people, they probably reached out to like four or five people, mm-hmm. and maybe I just wasn't quick enough to replying. And I've had a lot of times where I've met with clients, and they tell me in the call that they have meetings with other uh, suitors, if you will. Mm. Um, and the call will go so well sometimes well, they'll, where they'll just move forward with me. Got on the call. Okay. So I'm assuming that's probably happened. I've been on the other side of that as well. So sure. I, I, I get it. But Yeah, it's a good point. You never know what's going on behind the scenes. Right, right. You want everybody to work with you. You want everybody to respond know, as quick man. as possible. I just think doesn't... I am the best. <laughs> that's it. That's right. I'm not egotistical. I just think I'm better than everybody. I mean, that, that's <laughs> the mindset. That, like, you have to truly believe that, that, that so, someone would be dumb to not work with you and work with yeah. someone else not dumb but like you got to be confident in that you got to believe that i know your t- time is valuable but i'll have to have you just like skim through my my first like real real uh blog assignment and see what you think yeah i will yeah because i've read yours i'm like damn dude like these are quality and then i would read like <laughs> well, my, it's my gra- older grammarly blogs. man grammarly is is huge for me like yeah i I go through, like, what I do is, like, I don't know if people know what Grammarly is, but it, it like, and I told you, it, it checks for grammar, like, the, the punctuation and stuff, the small stuff, but it also talks about, like, conciseness. Like, if I'm using passive language, it'll even underline it and call it out. And, oh, what, like, filler words and yeah, things? Yeah, okay. and it, it gives me a score out of 100, so, I mean, I make sure that whatever I put out, it, it, it's good on there, and then, yeah, different stuff like that. Nice. But, yeah, I guess I got some things to look into. I always try to read out loud, too. On the way back. Yeah, but. that helps. I do that if I write like poetry, I'll read it out loud because it might sound good in my head from the paper, and then it's like, yeah, out loud. This sounds like a four-year-old wrote it. Yeah, like it's like when you're writing, you're in a zone, but mm-hmm. that zone is is completely different from a zone that someone else is going to be in when they read it. So you you have to sure. take a step back. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, it's 2021 and my voice is still cracking. 2021, you're still cracking. We out here. (laughs) We out here. (laughs) Um, So I I got into Bitcoin recently. Finally, he's here. He's arrived. I have arrived. I blew the door off the hinges. So I Justin Redrick, Bitcoin vegan, who we had on the show, would be very proud of you. He, yes, he would. He would pat me on the back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got out of some oil positions, U.S. oil. Made a few bucks, nothing crazy. But it was so steady and just constant for a few months. I was like, all right, this is better served in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And I've told you, I've probably said it on the show at some point, but uh, a good friend of ours, his sister's boyfriend, super savvy with tech, anything cyber, like has his own startup, works for another startup, 
does very well for himself, very smart in crypto, and said Bitcoin is really, if you're going to invest in one, that is that is the real one. That's a real mm. deal. And I guess he's projected it to get up, I don't know, timeline exactly. This is over the course of at least a few years, but up to two, three million dollars per Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So it's still people like, oh, I missed the boat. Like it's almost 40 grand per. It's still really low. Yeah. It's really low. <clears throat> so yeah, even if it's partials, that's what I started doing. I know you were on my case about having partial ownership in, in stocks and investments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. So yeah. Just putting a little bit in. A little bit at a time. Yeah. Even if it's like 50 bucks a week, 100 bucks a week, like you're still acquiring. Uh, a good investment and it might seem volatile right now but it's limited which is why it'll cost so much but who knows what the dollar is going to do in the next year two years like who knows it seems like we just keep printing money yeah especially another stimulus comes out like yeah we just like what the last one was 900 billion Mm -hmm. and about 90 percent of that didn't even go back to america yeah. So, yeah, I think Bitcoin for anything that could be unstable in the future, Bitcoin will eventually probably be one of the most stable mm-hmm. forms of currency. So you need something, even if it's like $5. Hey, I'll give you point oh 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 one Bitcoin for this pack of gum. You know, people would be silly not to take Bitcoin, mm-hmm. which PayPal does now. Right? Yeah. Yep. Because that was the whole of, reason why I ever invested in the first place. As of this month, right? Yeah. PayPal, yeah. So, also, I think I've told you, Palantir, P-A-L-A-N-T-I-R. Of them. Yeah. They deal with uh, data security storage, but they also deal with government commercial storage like that too. So, since as much as we're all getting watched and our data is being stored and sold by everyone who can do it, um, I don't like that aspect but this company it's like 25 26 a share and it's it's going to be a heavy hitter i think mm-hmm. okay not an investor i can't i'm not telling you to invest it i'm just saying that's one thing i'm keeping my on eye on and i'm telling tim that i think it's something for you to look into okay listeners do what you will i'm not telling you to do it that's what i'm gonna look into yeah, I love those big hitters, man. Yeah, I think I think that's Dark Horse. Man, I am still all in on Virgin Galactic. <laughs> God, that IntelliBio, that's going to be a sleeper for three years because they need clinical trials yeah. of five years. I respect your commitment. But man, that is mm, sheep stomachs. <laughs> sheep stomachs, baby. Let's fix your hernia with some stomachs. <laughs> yup. Mm-hmm. And then once, once Richard Branson goes to space... Game over. You're going to take your profits from Tell and you're going to buy your own sheep. Game, set, match. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to buy some sheep, dude. Sheep or goats? I forget which oh, one. Man. I think it's sheep. Sheep or goats? I think it's, yeah, mm. sheep. Okay. Yeah, from New Zealand. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Stick it, with your guns, man. Stay in. Yeah. My big, massive guns. That's the, that's the beauty of it, man. Like, there's so many good stocks to buy. I still haven't texted you back, Nate Hoeing, but Nate Hoeing texted me last night. He just created a Robinhood account. He's like, what are the what are three good stocks to start with my Robinhood experience? I'm like, man, that is the toughest question. You know what you do? You don't tell him in text. You just say, listen listen to this episode of the podcast. We go through some shit. Yeah, that's what I'm going to tell him. To tell listen, him. And if he says, ah, oh, dude, just tell me. I'm like, no. no you want to know, do the work. <laughs> We even bookmarked the sections where you know where we talk. You don't even have to listen to the whole thing. We love you, Nate Hoeing. Yes. But we love some love, too. <laughs> a- any uh, any new things on your investment radar? Yeah, I've, I've been making some moves. Um, Ooh, he's been making some moves. Yeah, so I watch a guy on uh, YouTube called, his name's Joseph Hogue. He, he's amazing, man. I, le- I learn all my, my stock fundamentals from him and... He talked about a concept on a podcast that I've been implementing. Uh, it's called uh, buying the rumors and selling the news. So it's it's the mm. theory that, uh, just for example, like you notice how with with the Apple stock when they were talking about the release of the new iPhone, the stock the stock was rising mm-hmm. th- that whole time. But when they actually released the phone, the stock went down. So buying the rumors, like the rumors of the iPhone coming out, keep buying buying stock. But then when they finally announce it, when they finally release it. 
try to sell before that. Um, and it happened with that. It happened with Tesla when they were being added to the S and P 500 or some other composite. They, they were about to be added, mm-hmm. um, and the stock went up. And then right when they the day they got added, they the stock went down. And th- this happens with earnings all the time. So like. It happened. I got burnt by Fastly. Remember when I was in Fastly that whole time? Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, I was. I bought it at like twenty three. It had gone all the way up to like a hunt, like one hundred fifteen, one hundred twenty, whatever. And then earnings came out. Like you, you've been hearing all this great stuff about what they were doing, the quote unquote rumors, and mm-hmm. then the news came out and the stock went down. So like, it makes me wish that like I, w- I wish I would at least sold some of my gains before that happened. But yeah, yeah so I've invested in a company called CRISPR. And I post this all the time. You're about, all in on CRISPR. Yeah, they put like gene editing technology. I swear they they are doing new things like every single day in terms of like their gene editing technology, how it's impacting agriculture, how it's in- impacting health, how it's impacting like how we can identify cancer cells. Like they are doing some crazy things. And I, I bought it for eighty eight dollars, and okay. it it is it like one hundred ninety five, two hundred. I think today mm. it hit two twelve. So I have a good return on it, but yeah. These are all like, all of this is because of the news that's been coming out or the rumors, like all the stuff that they've been talking about. So like, what I'm going to make sure, and they announced earnings, I think sometime in February, like the first week of February. So this month I've already sold out like a majority of my gains that I've made on it. And I'm, I'm just going to wait. Like I have a little bit of money still left in it mm-hmm. and it's still going up, but I, I don't want the same thing to happen to me to what happened with Fastly. Yeah. So, so if it goes down to like, 120 you'll buy a little more yeah so like float back up i'm gonna buy more after they announce like after their earnings call so i I did that with CRISPR. i'm doing it with garden health as well but yeah company like i'm starting to think like when i've made like 100 150 percent returns on stocks Mm -hmm. i'm gonna start selling just the the gains that i've made like my the initial principle i kept in like i'll keep that in there but i at least want to take take my gains and put it in other stocks so i've been with, with the stocks that I've seen huge gains from 100, 150%, 200% return, taking those gains and putting it in stocks that have been dipping, been going down. So sure. I'm kind of kind of playing like that game. And um, we'll say this for a future episode, but I'm starting to do options as well, like covered call options yep. to, to kind of hedge hedge any risk in terms of a stock going down when I've been holding it for a while. So I've been doing that. And then um, in terms of like sectors I'm looking at for 2021, um, I also have like exchange traded funds, which are like mutual funds that have bundles of stocks. It's like buying a sector. Um, so I'm focusing on financials, healthcare, and energy because I think those three sectors they have the highest upside for for 2021. They're they're according to the numbers they're trading at a discount. So focusing on companies in those sectors. Uh, there's a company called uh, Medtronic. So they do medical device. So I invested in that company this week. I feel like. Um, they're a company, I feel like a lot of people have delayed like elective surgeries because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're going to see a big spike in those this year. So me- I think medical device companies will have a good year. Uh, Medtronic has historically held like a 50% share in like core heart devices, spinal products, insulin pumps, chronic pain devices. So I feel like that's a company that I'm heavily invested into in terms of just medical device. Um, I invested into Anthem, which is a healthcare company. Yep. Obviously, we all know that, and um, I think that they'll have a good year just with regulation going on, and we'll we'll see how how big the government plays in terms of um, of having a hand in healthcare. But I'm in that one, and then uh, Diamondback Energy, I've seen a, a pretty good return on so far. So uh, those are kind of the companies I've been looking at, and then obviously 5G companies. I think mm. 5G is going to have a huge year. Um, Qualcomm I invested in. I think I got in at like 120. It's at 160 now, but I'm going to keep on putting more money into that. I think yeah. that, that's a huge, huge opportunity this year. So it's nice. kind of what I've been playing for. Nate Hoeing, I hope you heard all that. Um, so, yeah. Pen, dude. Pen gaming. Saying. Oh my gosh. What what a look out by you. I am so <laughs> glad I got in on that shit early. Yo, what people dude. don't understand is like, just like Bitcoin, I know that. I mean that that stock. I I it was trading at like three dollars earlier this year or last year. But the thing is, much like Bitcoin, I just feel like there's there's such such more opportunity. I don't. How many states have legalized gambling? I don't even know. I'm not sure. Like ten. Yeah, not something. a lot. Yeah, like we're not even we're not even half right we're not even halfway the way there in terms of all the states gambling or legalizing gambling. So for those yeah. people, DraftKings, Penn National Gaming, those are two stocks that. 
I will be holding until all states are legalized. Hey, buying the rumors, selling the news. Yeah. So when all states are legalized, I'm going to sell. Yeah, right before that happens. Yeah. So. Yeah, Penn is at 107 a share right now. So I, I don't know. This is a very speculative question. How high do you think it will go? Like Dude, a I, few hundreds? I think by the time all states are legalized, I think it'll be 300s. 300. All right, Nate Hoeing, buy some right now. It's not too hot. It's high, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have 160% total return. Like, <laughs> I love it. Dude, it's, it's silly, man. And, you know, stocks are not the best way to invest or make money. But if you do enough homework and research and you listen to smart investors and, and the things you're doing, like listening to professionals who, who know how to play the game, mm-hmm. you can stay in the green for the most part. Yeah. I mean, and covered calls, man. Oh my goodness. There is so much money to be made in covered calls. I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up. Like, you know, uh, selling the right, but not the obligation to buy something that you're holding and someone else can buy the covered call, say it's a few bucks, and then if it expires, they can't buy it. But until that time, they have the option to buy you out of your position. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, just to explain, so say say a stock is trading at, at, at 50, and it's been going up like crazy. Mm-hmm. You can sell a covered call for 60. So like if the, if the, the stock rises to 60, then you have to sell the right to owning that stock. So you're not in that stock anymore. Mm-hmm. But if the stock goes down... You still made money because the person who bought that covered call from you is paying you a premium. Right. So like you may be losing money on the stock if it falls from fifty to forty five, but that person still paid you the right yeah. to sell it at sixty. You so you that. have those funds. Yep. So like, yeah, that's kind of how that works. But um, yeah, it's I want to I want to get more into that. So my man, you should talk to my dad because he is very smart with that. Mm-hmm. I remember. So the program that he learned it from was like one of the earliest there was this australian guy and this older guy that are like the two main honchos and i went to a class about it with him it was like a full day class and man those guys are making money hand over fist doing covered calls mm-hmm. now they're doing big money trades too yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah man it, it is there are so many different ways to make money like you know i when I have buku bucks, I'll probably hire someone to do investing for me mm-hmm. just because my, I think my personal time and skills would be better spent elsewhere Yeah, in terms of opportunity cost. But man, covered calls is the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. A lot of money out there. Yep. Just got to create ways to find it. Yep. All right, Tim. Hit me with some. Hit me with some real life experiences. No fake life. Okay. Real life. Okay. Real life. Real so, life. So I'm gonna be that guy. Uh oh. I. Uh oh. You know those people that love to talk about how they're vegan, whatever. God. Yeah. Which, yeah. Like good. Yep. I want to report that this month I've been doing a whole thirty. Just nice, as, dude. Just as experimental. I don't think that's as much of a... Okay, so it's funny. I, I have an RLE where I, where I think I'm going to be more that guy yeah. than okay. I think you're being that guy. Like, Whole30, that's solid. I still haven't done that, like, strict, but I think I should try it. Like, it wouldn't be too far. Well, you go first. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, Stealing your thunder. So you're on Whole30. You yeah. started what? Started January? Started January 3rd, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So like just to people give a background, it's no no dairy, no bread, no legumes. So no beans from Chipotle. Sad face. Uh, no process. No no added sugars. No processed I bet sugars. Brett doesn't mind you not eating beans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we guacamole, so that's worse. Oh. That's, yeah. Oh, that's what gets <laughs> yeah. you going. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got um, it. Damn. But yeah, so like. I've been enjoying it. Like it's the, it's the thing. Like I can't have like my sweets. Like I can't have like my my go to smoothie from Smoothie King. I can't I can't get my my full Chipotle order that I likely get. But it's amazing the, the once you people are like oh I don't know how you do that. Like I would get hungry. But like, once you find like a list of foods that your go to snacks, your go to meals, like that's what I mean. It keeps you going. Like mm-hmm. I have like a list of like of snacks that I eat. Like I. My snack right now that I love to eat, like a late night snack, is mm-hmm. 
plantain chips and uh, guacamole. Dude, plantain chips are the bomb.com. Yeah, so I've, I've been dipping that, and then we were just having a bunch of meals, man. Like I've, I've been, we've been playing around with like just different, like I mean, you can still eat chicken, you can still eat beef, so making salads around that, mm-hmm. um, making I had meatloaf last night, like it's good, man, and like. The great thing is we started the perfect month for Whole30 because Chipotle just released uh, their cauliflower rice, their, their cilantro-flavored cauliflower rice. So I can still get my typical bowl there, but I, I need to get like the mixed greens, the cauliflower rice, chicken, uh, the, the pico. Can't get corn, can't get sour cream, but I, I can still get like the, the mod. I can still get the guacamole. Nice. Uh, yeah, man. It's it's been so, good. So you mentioned you can't do your smoothie king. There's smoothie. They have, they have added smoothie. sugars. Yeah, right? they have smoothies there that you can that are whole thirty compliant. But I like the ones that I like the best. So what? But the ones I like the best. Where is your it. added sugar coming from? Like their protein powder or what? I think it's their protein powder. Yeah. Okay, because that like I'm trying to think. That's one of the very few places where added sugar outside of fruit would would come from. Or like yeah, if they add a peanut butter. Or an almond butter, and it sucks because that would be like a gram or two maybe of added yeah. sugar. Yeah, to be honest, I have like, I have my my top my my two favorite drinks there: the Daily Warrior and the Gladiator. Both of those Gladiator. Aren't, both of those aren't whole. Are you not compl- entertained? But yeah, no, no, they have they have drinks there that I'm sure if I did research and like I could find a good drink there, maybe I should invest more time. But yeah, I mean they have they have drinks there that are whole yeah. thirty compliant for so, sure. Yeah, have you? felt changes differences have you noticed physical cognitive lifestyle changes since doing this what what have you noticed different i can't really report anything like crazy different i do i I feel like i have a little bit more energy like i don't like after i eat i don't get tired anymore Mm -hmm. like because just the type of food i'm eating um i am down four pounds since the beginning of the month okay um but yeah, like in turn, like I would say, just um, my mind's a little more clear, and I have more energy after I eat. I think is the main thing. Got it. But yeah, nice. I just did it. Like me, me, me and Brett are doing it. I, I mainly did it because of her. I mean, mm-hmm. she just to just because we're doing it together, and I and I, I needed to kind of tone it back. Cause I, I ate like shit in December. Like I was eating. Well, I mean, like, I was eating everything under the sun, man. Holidays, holidays like cake, like brownies, man. Like I just felt, I felt like a blob, look, man. Holidays or not, if I visit uh, mi madre and she has got some baked goods, shout out to Nick Lear, baked goods. I am going all in mm-hmm. on those baked goods. They stand yeah. no chance. I'm going to war, and I will win every time. Hundred percent of the time. Has Brett noticed any changes? Uh. Yeah, I feel like she said she's been sleeping a little bit better. Okay. Um, maybe we should get her on to to, to report. Yeah, do a little whole thirty review. Yeah, do a little blurb section. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would say with her, I mean, pretty much the same thing as me. Like more, a little more energy. Um, yeah, it's been good. I, I I'd like to report more like towards the end of the month, but uh, yeah, like I, I do. I just feel cleaner. Yeah. Better food, better food going in. Dirty, dirty boy. I was able to to get through a. I just started a basketball league, and I was able to play all four all forty minutes of my first game and not get too tired. So I mean, it's t- t- it helped me with stamina too. I guess. I think this was less of a whole thirty uh, shout out than it was. Tim can play a whole basketball game <laughs> because that's how much his team needs him. They need him the whole game. <laughs> Whole thirty, my even ass. Like that man. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Trying to provide value. <laughs> but yeah, it's been good. I'll I'll report back towards the end of the month. But I just want to update people on that. It's been it's been good eating cleaner and starting starting the year off right. Nice. Now, did you, did you guys get like the? I know there's whole thirty cookbooks. Did you guys get one of those, or are you just searching the net? Searching the net, man. We, we've been, I mean, we've been doing a lot of our shopping from like Fresh Time and Trader Joe's and, and Costco. Yeah. Just, I mean, I've that's the other difference. Like, I've I've never spent this much at a grocery store before. Like, you're gonna you're gonna spend a little more for quality food. And Dude, welcome to my life. Yeah. Like, but you know what? Like every ten to fourteen days. It's fun. Like. I mean, it's it's my body I'm investing in. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm always fine with it. Yeah, if you're gonna good, like good food, you're still gonna spend less doing that than eating out all the time. Yeah, hundred percent. Like especially if you go to Condado's Tacos and they charge you like twenty five extra cents for like 
getting like more chips, like chip crumbles on your guacamole. Or something. <laughs> chip crumbles. <laughs> I mean, twenty five cents. But yeah, it's like, yo, you should, you know, if you're if you're a Mexicana joint, salsa's a up. Like that's a given. They Dude, they don't. Dada was tripping for charging for that. I. I love the place. But All right, damn. we're we're going here. We're gonna be those guys. Salsa must be on the table at all times with <laughs> chips. You can't charge like an extra six bucks if I ask for some salsa and some chips. Like, what are you doing? I understand guac. Yes, charge mm-hmm. extra for the guac or the queso. I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah, I don't do quick queso, so it doesn't even affect me. I'm on board. Chips and salsa, guys. Come on, man. Come on, Lee. Have you ever been to a restaurant and they, you've had too much and they've had to cut you off? Chip? I don't think I have, but think. I've talked to people who have had I, that happen to them. I think one time, but it was like, it was one of those where you're with six, seven, eight people. So it's like basically two tables combined. Mm-hmm. And I think one time. Okay. I think one time they stopped bringing it. Like, I mean, but we all had dinners. You know what I'm saying? Dinners and drinks. So it's like, okay, we're not cashing you out of that much salsa and chips mm-hmm. because the cost of this salsa and chips is not that high. Yeah. It, it's just not. As good as it is, it, it's not. I think one time, but it's been a long time. Like that's that's an, another egregious move. It's like, hey, um, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're done eating. Yeah, so. Uh, you're, you're, yeah. you're just done eating. Um, <laughs> sir, I just had a whole entree. So either give me another one of those for free or keep my chips and salsa. <laughs> You're done. Uh, I will now bring you a check. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So bottom line, have chips and salsa on the table. Yeah, man. And I'll, you know, spend, I'll spend more at your restaurant. Then. Even, even, if, even if you don't serve, like, you're not primarily Mexican food. Who wouldn't just, if I sat down at breakfast and had some just chips and salsa? Okay. Yeah. Sign me up, you know. I'll jive with it. Yeah, so. All right, I'm going to be one of those guys, Tim. Yeah, what you are. But I'm going to back this up. I'm going to support this. And I know I post a lot about it, but it's also for my business, too. So I have to promote, like, my health and wellness business. Mm -hmm. I have to show that I'm in the gym doing the work. I'm practicing what I preach. But my RLE is around the gym. I got my first bar muscle up. So it's where, you know, there's pull-ups, but then muscle-up where you see someone, like, get above the bar and push full extended arms above the bar. So I got my first one of those. Never seen the bar from that angle. It was super sweet. My first few tries, you know, I was next to my great friend Jody. She's the best. She, She just gives me the, Colin, just do it. Just get up there and do it. Mm-hmm. Like, her and her husband are amazing. <clears throat> so she's jacking me up and this and that. And so, you know, I, I get close, but uh, Kyle, episode 150, he was coaching the class and he's like, hey, I think the bar is a little too low for you. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try one more time. Because it was like a seven-minute EMOM or something. So I had like a handful of tries to get there. And he's like, hey, come down to Rob's bar. And this dude, Rob, he was he was Army. Now he's IMPD. Dude's an animal. Like, whew. yeah, he's kind of a freak of nature. He's awesome. So he had this taller bar, and he's like, hey, try Rob's bar. He'll knock him out fast. Try his. So I jump up, slot taller, so I can get a heavier swing with my legs. And high bar, I get the first go. But Kyle was recording. So when you watch the video, you hear him. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, the whole gym gets just jacked up. And I hear... Jody screamed from the other end of the gym, like, whoo, like, just going nuts, right? And, you know, we got a PR bell, so when you PR or whatever, you ring the bell, put your name on the, like, tell me the last time LA Fitness got that excited <laughs> for you when you PR'd yeah. a lift. That'd be a fun sight. You, you know, so it's, you know, people are like, oh, anyone who does CrossFit, that's all they talk about. I don't think I'm one of those people. I reference a lot of the good natures of it. Um, but again, I do promote it with my business. It's my office is in a CrossFit gym, mm-hmm. but that was cooler than getting the PR. Yeah, is knowing like 
you know, then I go back down to where I was working out at, you know, and people, you know, fist bumps and high fives. And it's like, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I loved that more than what I just did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, people are jacked up for you. Like, in our Facebook group, people are like excited. It's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, people say, oh, all people say is like, oh, CrossFit community. Man, it really is that awesome, though. Like, when you find that right gym. So, good, man. That, yeah, that was a good, um, good hurdle for me. I have I have some lofty 2021 lifting goals, but that was that was a big step, and now it's just practicing the technique to get multiple reps at a time. So, Good. yeah, that was process cool. improvement. Yeah, that was cool. Continuous improvement. And, you, you know, I I gave you know Monica, the owner, and and Kyle, head coach, like big props, big thank yous. Like, hey, he coached me up there. Like he he gave me the the right cues and and uh, tips to get me up there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, it was sweet. Good. And for Rob, let me use his bar. Hey, yeah, shout <laughs> out Rob. Yeah, shout out Rob. Real one, big Rob. All right, so yeah, that's my early, a little short and sweet. But yeah, man, PRs are cool. People getting jacked up for you is even cooler. Yeah, so, community. Yeah, hundred percent. Hondo P. Hondo. Book talk. Yes, sir. Get Let's down do and it. nerdy with it. Oh yeah. Hey Timmy, you want to get down and nerdy with this book talk? <laughs> you want to you go first? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to talk in that voice, though. Yeah, that's all right. I'm, I'm doing it for you, too. <laughs> yeah, so my good friend Patrick Burns, he was my roommate last year, got me a book for Christmas. Uh, it's Bob Iger, um, the old CEO of Disney. I don't know if he's he, – he's on the board of directors now. Let me see. I don't know. Maybe. Sounds like a, a quality move. Yeah, who's he's the executive chairman of the Walt Disney Company. Executive chairman yeah, of the he Walt was Disney the, Company. He was the CEO for an extended time. He wrote an autobiography called The Ride of a Lifetime. Kind of explains his ascent through the company, the the leadership lessons he learned, like a lot of a lot of good things to take from it. But one thing he said, so at at one point he worked for the head or he worked for ABC Sports and he he reported to the head of ABC Sports. Um, and one thing that he learned in his experience here and working with that leader was, uh, he said, innovate or die. And there's no innovation if you operate out of fear of the new or untested. So Mm. that kind of, that's kind of the basis for what I've been doing with, with my own business and and really making sure that I diversify the way I not only gain clients, but how I provide value for clients. I'm trying all constantly trying to innovate the way I do my process, the way I interact with people, the, the value I provide. So how can I be different from other people? So innovate or die, um, and then do what you need to do to make it better, which it's so simple, but it's the same type of thing. Like, how can you improve the project you're working on? How can you improve your process? Um, how can you improve people's perception of your brand? And that's that's kind of the mindset I'm taking with everything. And um, whether you're working your own company or doing, doing a jo- like working for a company, uh, how are you constantly improving the way you're doing your position, your roles, how your role relates with the company and how can, how can you improve the way people perceive you? So mm. I think, I think that was good. Innovate or die. Did, Bob did, Iger. Did he have, um, what kind of, maybe like one or two concrete examples did he provide where, where he had that innovation? Like, Hey, we had to adapt, you know, we had to move with the cheese and, and this was one thing that I, I did or helped promote. Yeah, I think, uh, I can't remember what Olympics he worked at, but apparently it was, I think it was in Canada or somewhere where Canada. because of um, like weather implications, they had to cancel a bunch of events. Ooh. So therefore like their television programs, like, like ABC was covering the Olympics. So they had to like, they had all this time scheduled out to like give programs and report on the events. So they had to innovate and completely change the way they did their program because these events weren't happening. Mm. So they were able to really, what they did is they really focused on the individual athletes and the compelling stories within the athletes and really brought those out in place of actually reporting on the events that got canceled. So that's kind of, that was, that was a big reason why he was able to ascend to a huge leadership position in that company. That was where he made his big jump because when, I gotta look up which Olympics it was, but it was because like they completely had to redo their program overnight because of everything getting canceled. Damn. So, um, just innovating or dying. I mean, he could have easily crumpled up and it could have been a disaster, but um, they were able to to 
do some crisis management and innovate. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, that's that's pretty sweet when overnight you have to have a solution mm-hmm. and you are the guy. Yeah. You have the solution, you brought the answer, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that'll get you CEO of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm on uh, Green Lights by Brother Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Green Lights. That. And um, for those that don't know him, some people like Matthew McConaughey. I love Matthew McConaughey. Borderline obsession. Mm-hmm. Borderline. Borderline. But um, I I also had someone, I had a good friend tell me that she reminds me of a mixture of McConaughey and John Wick. And I was like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> you probably shed a tear when you heard that. Damn near, dude. <laughs> now, I think I'm a pretty good shot. Unfortunately, lost my gun in a boating accident. But... I think I'm a pretty pretty decent shooter. I'm not like an ace, but I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I think I can act like McConaughey. Yeah. Like I think I'm like 2.0. And yeah. if I'm 2.0 in a hybrid of those two people, oh, dude, dangerous. <laughs> but so his, his book, Green Lights, man, it's addicting. It's, it's amazing storytelling. And, and that's what makes it so hard to put down is because he is a master storyteller and you know i think that comes with his experience his acting but also from his journaling his writing his poetry and so i've also been writing more poetry lately like longer pieces not just four or five liners but longer pieces with some substance some depth and so he had one of his poems that i've read so far he has them scattered throughout the book that I thought was just super applicable, like any time or any day, but especially now in, in kind of the social climates that we're in. And it's called Days of Prosperity. And so it's like half, it's real quick, but I'm just going to read it and then talk about why I loved it. And it's Days of Prosperity Make Us Forget Adversity. Oh, no, I should do it in a McConaughey voice. <laughs> start it. Days of Prosperity. I need a glass of Long Ranch whiskey next to me, too. Days of prosperity make us forget adversity. Good times seem out of reach during the bad ones. Both can seem like final destinations. The summation of our days. But it's... it's extraordinary. Extraordinary. It, it's... You know, when, when you're going through the shit, you got some dark days, you're in a dark season of life, right? You don't think there's going to be another good one. Mm-hmm. And... and Vice versa. The, the opposite seems out of reach. It's like, man, I am on a hot streak, nothing but green lights, and I'm not going to hit any reds. I'm on such a hot streak, man. I'm not going to get stopped. Like, this is it. From now till I die, nothing but green lights. And, um, but that's just not the case. But they can each seem like that is your final destination. It's like, man, I'm not going to have any more green lights. All I have are red ones. So it's, that's how we go about it but knowing that you are going to get both like if you hit a stroke stroke of green lights over and like man i'm flying down this road it's all green your next trip you're going to have some reds Mm -hmm, it's just it's it's the way it goes and so yeah he he has inspired me to to journal differently in the sense of journaling everything like i remember i visited my brother uh not too long ago and he had kind of written, he was um, in, a, in a different season of, of life and, and wrote some things in his phone and, you know, it was it was quality, it sounded good, it, it, it read well. And then he's like, hey, let me read some something that you write because I told him, dude, I journal all the time. And he's like, oh, dude, you put, you write like everything. I'm like, yeah, man, like everything in life. And, and so, I don't know, maybe one day I'll, people will want to buy my book. You know, if I'm that established and accomplished, who knows? So, but yeah, it inspired my poetry differently too. Of because I would write like four, five, six liners, but now, like I said, with depth and substance. So, green lights, green lights. New, I love it. New book is out now. Green lights. You know, you're gonna yeah. hit, you're gonna hit some green lights, but then you'll have yellows and reds. Yeah, you can't get too high. You can't get too low. Mm-hmm. So, 
Fun fact about uh, getting high. So his movie, Dazed and Confused, if you haven't seen it, guys, what a classic. But they were smoking oregano throughout. Like, you know, there's a lot of joints in that movie. And he said there's one scene where one of the other actors actually lit a real joint. There's only one time in that movie they were actually smoking real weed. And it was, it was right after that that people were getting in his car. He was like the older guy still hanging around the high school. It was kind of creepy, but it's Wooderson. And, and so they still love him. And people are getting in his car. He goes, watch the leather, man. <laughs> and he's like, that's the only time I was actually high in that movie. But, yeah. So, that's great. That's good to know. That's good insight. Brother Matthew McConaughey. What a stud. Stud. Yeah. All right, Tim. Anything else you uh, you want to shed some light on for our lovely listeners? Uh, no, I'm, I think we've covered what we need to cover. Excellent. It's a great Excellent. episode. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging with us. As always, we appreciate your time and your ear. If you're enjoying the show, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about, topics, people you want us to reach out to. We like talking to all different types of people, different walks of life, people just doing it their own way and living it on their own terms. But those five-star ratings and reviews really do help us with momentum, help us get some visibility. And DM us, DM us on Instagram, at Off the Dome Radio. You know, we like to hear from people, so let us know, like I said, what you want us to talk about, what you want to hear about, and uh, whether it's about our lives or something completely off the wall, we do that too. So thank you so much again, and we will talk to you next time. <laughs>